You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Awesome. I mean, in the midst of our college football weekend, we've been waiting for Alabama has not played since the dismantling of Ohio State in the national championship game. But I am ready to get this thing rolling. Me too. Uh, I, I will say this, that a lot like watching NFL preseason where I'm practically uh, filled with football Viagra, for the whole summer and then preseason football gets here and I start watching it and two drives in, I'm like, um, this isn't what I expected. That's how I was. That's how I was last night watching UAB in Jacksonville state. Uh, that was a pillow fight for the longest time. Eventually UAB took over. Um, I did enjoy watching some of the guys like Tyler Johnston who played for Spanish Ford. You know, all about him. Certainly. I mean, he's just a, you know, he's a, sort of a high school legend in a sense. And um, I enjoyed getting to see some of those dudes again, but the game itself kind of sucked. And it goes back to my thought that we don't need football on Wednesdays. I used to think, Hey, let's just put football on every day. I mean, why not? Uh, We don't need it on Wednesdays. We don't, it does not every game needs to be televised and we don't need football on Wednesdays and Tuesdays. I I will go to my grave thinking that. I agree. I mean, I think late in the year, I, I don't I don't mind so much when it's late in the year and we're like, oh, my gosh, football, you can see the end. Football's almost over. I don't mind getting the flood of Mac games on, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. At that point, I don't mind it so much. But you're right for this time of the year, especially. See, football, to me, the reason, one of the many reasons it's the best sport is it's not just a game. Baseball plays 162. Basketball plays 80, 82. It's like an event. Every football game is an event. It's not just another game on a long schedule. It's an event. And when you're playing it on, you, you got to have some time to breathe between events or, or, or it all just becomes an endless schedule of games. And uh, I, I'm with you. I like football being over for the week when the Monday night football game is over. Football is over. We have a couple of days to breathe. We have a couple of days to to look ahead. And then it starts again on Thursday night. I, I like having Tuesday and Wednesday nights off. It's not because I don't like football. It's just because it makes the games over the weekend that much more special. Yeah. Um, it, there's something to be said about some anticipation. You know, yeah. there's a reason that we like burlesque. Do we still like burlesque? By the way, I probably should have checked with you on that. I think we do. I know we can get um, porn instantaneously. I know nobody nobody likes the anticipation of of sex to come when you can have sex immediately. <laughs> but, but there is something to be said of you know having the anticipation, like having to wait on something. Because what that was last night, that UAB Jacksonville State game. And I really have no problem with UAB and Jacksonville State, whatever. I mean, I, I get that they want to promote themselves so they're willing to play on Wednesday. I understand that totally. But as a college football fan that is that wants to watch, you know, the, the big boys play, and I again, 
that sounds like I'm taking a shot at Jacksonville State and UAB. I'm not trying to. I think people should understand where I'm going with this. Um, you know, it's sort of like saying, okay, Luke, we're, you are going to have a five-course meal on Saturday. It's going to be delicious. We're talking filet mignon. We're talking broiled lobster. We're talking um, all the desserts you like because we know you're a sweet tooth guy. All that stuff. We got all. We got crab bisque. Um, we got fried shrimp. I'm going heavy on seafood here for some reason. Um, we got all that stuff, right? We got collard greens. Okay, I love collard greens. But now, first, just to just to whet your appetite, here is a saltine cracker with some canned salmon on it. How about that? <laughs> hey, but if you're hungry, if you're I hungry, mean, you're right. But even if you're hungry, Jimmy, you're like the first bite. You're like, okay, okay, oh God. yeah. And then God, by the time can we move on, it, can we move like, on? <laughs> it's like, what? It's like, yeah, I'm ready for that bisque now. When you finished it, you're like, oh God, I feel like I shouldn't have eaten that. <laughs> you know, it's just taking a broom where that bisque could have been. But I heard a comedian one time, uh, I can't remember which comedian, but he was talking about foreplay and he's like, you know, no one goes to the, to the ball game. And once the ball game starts, starts screaming more star spangled banner, more star spangled banner. <laughs> That's true. Um, Jimmy, Jimbo Fisher can give us a loan now, thankfully. I'm I'm so glad, finally, he's getting some money. I could use one. I'm a sports journalist now. <laughs> $90 million, and he didn't ask for it. Texas, That's how much money Texas A&M has. They're like, hey, Jimbo, could you step in our office? He's like, oh, shit, I've been here three years, hadn't won the SEC West, and still hadn't beaten Alabama. Oh, God, I'm in a little bit of trouble. They go, Jimbo, we got to talk to you. We want to extend your contract by three years and up the ante from $7.5 million to $9 million a year. You gonna, you okay with that? I mean, holy cow, man. Yeah. Um, now, here's – I'm, I'm, I might be alone here. Now, I'm, I'm not sure about the money and how he's paid in relation to other big-time coaches, but uh, I'm a Jimbo Fisher fan. I'm a Jimbo Fisher believer. Uh, I believe he's elite. Uh, he has won a national title. Very few active coaches have, uh, and he has. Um, and I would say this. Uh, I think I would rank them fifth or sixth most likely, but if I'm looking at, okay, who is going to win a national championship in the next 10 years, uh, I'm going to say Alabama. I'm going to say Clemson. I'm going to say Ohio State. Uh, I will say probably Oklahoma, probably Georgia, uh, probably Texas A&M. I think I would put them sixth on most likely to win a national championship in the next 10 years. So in that sense, I must be a believer in Jimbo Fisher to put him on that list. And when you're like, well, they don't have as good of a chance as Alabama or Clemson. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But, you know, there has to be more than two coaches in the game. There has to be more than two good ones. And uh, so in my mind, Jimbo Fisher is a top ten type coach. I, I don't know that he should be the second highest paid behind Nick or third behind Dabo or whatever the, the list is. But I, I think Jimbo Fisher is a good coach. I, I, think, I think people focus a little bit on the end at Florida State too much, and they should focus more on – what he inherited at Texas A&M and how quickly he built them into a national championship contender. This was a team, Luke, one spot outside of the college football playoff last year. And they returned a ton of starters and continue to recruit at a very high level. 
Yeah, look, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I mean, because you get what you deserve, essentially. I mean, you he's he has put Texas A&M back on the map. I mean, they've always been like hovering around the map, but they weren't really on it. And now I think they're on it after going what twelve and one last year, so or eleven and one, whatever it was. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 fine with it. I think it's good for SEC to to keep him in the conference. Not that he was a threat to leave it, um, but I think it's good for him to be here and making that kind of money. And it's good for the other coaches in the league, obviously. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Built Bar. Built.com is where you want to go. Built.com to go get these delicious, nutritious Built Bars. Look, they're good for a keto diet, good for a keto diet. I say that all the time. You, If you don't know what that means, I'll tell you some other time. I can't just use that joke every single time I do this live read, people. I can't do it. I mean, I can, and I usually have, but I'm not going to this time. Built.com is where you want to go. These Built Bars are covered in chocolate. They're delicious. They're awesome. They're fantastic. They are like low in carbs, low in sugar, and they taste like a Three Musketeers bar. I'm not playing. I'm serious. And I've had a lot of friends text me and say, Luke, I mean, seriously, I feel like you're going over the top with this Built Bar stuff. I'm like, try one. And a couple of them are texting me back and go, okay, you were right. These things are like a candy bar. And they, they are. But it's not a candy bar. It's a healthy thing. Go try them out. Built.com. Use promo code Locked On. You will appreciate this. You will thank Jimmy and me. You will tweet us. You will text us. You will uh, grovel at our feet, I think. Probably not. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Built.com. Now, betonline.ag. If you bet on the UAB Blazers last night, lucky you, because you won some money. Maybe you put Jacksonville State in a teaser. Uh, I don't know if that worked out, because I don't know the final score. I just know that uh, UAB blew them out. Um but if if you enjoy betting on things, and we know you do, then you can bet on reality TV. You can bet on college football. You can bet on uh, pro football. You can bet on Major League Baseball. You can bet on whatever you want to bet on at betonline.ag. They are there for the astute, learned gambler. That's what they want. They they pinky out when you're typing in your bet for betonline.ag. Use promo code locked on. You can get a hundred percent welcome bonus. Put in a hundred. You get another 100 to play with, that's 200 total dollars. Easy math. And speaking of easy, the site is easy to navigate. That's what you'll love about betonline.ag. Easy to get around, see what you want to do, betonline.ag. Go try them out today, promo code locked on. Jimmy, I wanted to get into some predictions, but the way you and I started this podcast was a buddy of ours named Lawrence McCreary started uh, Crimson Country Club, which is a website. And you and I were writing blogs for it. We hadn't written a blog for it in a while, but, uh, you know, whatever. Um, we'd still do, we still are active on the message board, which is more important. And one of the whipping boys, and I think you talk about deservedly so, on the CCC message board is Auburn beat writer Philip Marshall, who goes, <laughs> out, of, who goes out of his way to tell people he's not an Auburn fan, he's a journalist, while writing for an Auburn website, while always being an Auburn fan, clearly. In his latest article, and I want to get into predictions. I can't overlook this. I'm taking an excerpt from his article. He said, I have a friend that believes, and I'm paraphrasing to an extent, I have a friend that believes the SEC network caters to a handful of team teams in who it features. That's not right. In who it features, who it hires, and what is said by those who offer opinions? He believes it's worse than ESPN 
because he believes it should be promoting league programs in every sport. First of all, I'd be willing to bet the friend is him. (laughs) (laughs) Secondly, that is the biggest poor, pitiful us, everybody's out to get us conspiracy crap I've ever heard. Listen, the SEC network, first of all, he makes it sound like it does nothing but employ former Alabama coaches and players. Yes, Roman Harper is there. Yes, Greg McElroy was there. I'm not sure Greg McElroy is still employed there. I don't know. I know he's with jocks now, so I don't know what he's doing. But they also have Jordan Harper, a quarterback, or or Jordan Rogers, I should say, Mm -hmm. uh, a quarterback from Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. They also have Peter Burns, who very famously went to LSU and didn't play anything. They have Gene coach Frank Chisnick. Um, who coached at Auburn and won a national championship. They have Damian Fishback on the basketball side. I mean, and on top of that, on top of that, Jimmy, the SEC network is just like any other network. This is not some uh, altruistic, charitable organization out to make sure everybody understands the good word of South Carolina football and Kentucky baseball. This is a network designed to make money. So what do you think makes money? When people talk about, hey, do you think it's going to be Alabama, Georgia again? Let's talk about some of their five stars. they got a bunch of them. Let's talk a little bit about Florida. You know, they're an interesting program with Dan Mullen down there. Hey, let's talk a little bit about LSU. They're kind of a train wreck on the outside, but on the inside, they got talent everywhere. Or should they talk about, you know, who's going to be surprisingly decent and not god-awful? Vanderbilt this year, y'all. They might win two games. Let's spend an hour and a half on it. They're not going to do that. Am I wrong? No, that's right. No, no. I think it just all gets back to. I mean, you know, I could say a lot about that, but it all all gets back to this. There's this chorus of people, chorus of media people, chorus of college football fans that say this, and it's understandable. We're sick of seeing Alabama. We're sick of seeing Clemson. We're sick of seeing Ohio State in that playoff. We need new blood or this sport is going to die. We hear that all the time. And I don't disagree with that on the surface. On the surface, I'm like, yeah, I understand that. I don't want my team to lose for the sake of making y'all happy, but I understand when people say that because I'm a baseball fan and I don't want to see – I mean, I'll see the Yankees play the Dodgers this year, but I I don't want to see the Yankees play the Dodgers every single year in every single World Series that goes on for 10 years. I I get that. But – in the end, if Kansas State played North Carolina State in the college football playoff for the national championship, it would be the lowest rated championship game of all time. Almost no one would watch that other than super hardcore football fans, NC State fans, and Kansas State fans. Uh, it, it, would, it, it, would, it would not be popular at all. If Alabama plays Clemson Again, this year, the TV ratings will be very high. The same people complaining, they're tired of watching it, will watch it anyway because it's the two best teams. That's right. And, look, I, I, if the argument were I'm sick of seeing Alabama, okay, I, man, I understand that. I get it. I, well, I hear you. That's fair. Then maybe, that you shouldn't watch the SEC, then maybe you shouldn't watch the SEC <laughs> network. That is fair. I will also say this. If the SEC network were around, from the year 2000 to the year 2004, that we might not have been on there at all, period. And the other thing he he was just complaining about, you know, well, I I mean, essentially complaining about 
Auburn being on ESPN Plus or whatever, Lifetime Channel or Bravo or whatever they're on this weekend. Well, don't play Akron. They've lost a 17 of 18 games. They're terrible. And they're not yeah, intriguing. Wait. There's nothing Is intriguing. Is Alabama complaining that we, we're playing Mercer on SEC Network? No, but no? I think – that was his. That was his argument in a sense, and I kind of, I kind of get it because yeah. he's like, "Well, they get a three o'clock game against Mercer, but see, Alabama's interesting right now, and we're ranked number one in the country. We're number it's one. The in number the one country. team. People should be somewhat surprised that ESPN didn't pick up Alabama Mercer just simply because exactly. Alabama's number one. Exactly. When you're the number one team, or you're a top ten team, or you've got Nick Saban, the most interesting, intriguing coach in the country. You 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 put him on TV. Nobody knows anything about Brian Harson. We don't even know if he's freaking vaccinated. He hadn't been at practice in a week, and nobody's noticed. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. When if but I'll say this: if Auburn starts out seven and zero, guess what, Philip? Auburn will be the talk of the town. They're going to be, be talk talking about Auburn. Town. Exactly the, right. You win. Uh, you win your way to that sort of thing. You win yeah. your way. It's not just. It's not just given. The SEC network is not about 14 teams getting equal coverage. And I assure you, they talk about Kentucky volleyball more than they talk about Alabama volleyball because Kentucky won the national championship and Alabama's not good. And I'm not complaining there's not more Alabama volleyball. They got to win their way into being talked about like they sometimes talk about Kentucky volleyball because they won. They won the national title. It's, 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 It's that simple. They even run a commercial congratulating Kentucky for winning that thing. And it's because Kentucky earned it. And he, he made a comment. He's like, I hate that term, blue bloods. And I'm like. I bet he does. Well, I mean, sure you do because you're you're not one of them. But you're on the – Auburn is on the we, – we may not like to admit it. They're on the cusp of being one of them. Auburn is yeah. perennially – perennially – perennially. I think they're a top 20 program. I what, think they're one of the top 20 programs in college football. Why can't I say perennially? I just couldn't say, say it. No, I'm saying, why couldn't I physically say it? Um, but, okay, Auburn is genuinely a top 15 team. And, in fact, on the composite that 24-7 came out with, like the uh, star rankings of the rosters currently, I think Auburn was like 13 or 14. That's about where they are historically. That is, Yeah, I would argue true. that's an Auburn bump. I would argue true. that's proof that's an Auburn bump because – they're not the 13th most talented team in college football. They're not. They're, they're probably 19 or 20. But I don't think they're the 13th most talented team in the whole sport. So there must be an Auburn bump. It's a conspiracy. But, but Jimmy, my point is that Auburn has been, I mean, versus the rest of the country, Auburn's pretty damn good. Versus Notre Dame, Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Auburn is not as good. Now, I, I don't know why that's offensive to anybody when the evidence is clear. Mm-hmm. So my point is, don't be upset when Notre Dame gets its own network because they went out of their way to create their brand. <laughs> don't be upset about that. Don't be upset when Alabama gets all the airtime because they have invested more in their program over and over and over again. And in a sense, sold their soul from time to time to make it better, just like Ohio State, just like Clemson, just like Oklahoma. And if there was an SEC network in the 80s, Auburn would have really, oh, 82 to 89, 82 to 89, yeah, Auburn would have been talked about as much or more 
than anyone, more than Alabama, more than LSU, more than Florida, even more right, than Jimmy, oh, Auburn, Auburn. Yeah, I get it. We got to take a break because I got to get to predictions. We're going to run out of time. So let's take a break. All right, Jimmy, we're cutting this on Thursday morning at eight in the morning. So we have not watched the Tennessee game at all, but I'm going to quickly say I think Bowling Green stays within 20 points of Tennessee and actually gives them a scare. Your thoughts? It would be one of my favorite gambling bets of the weekend is Bowling Green with those points. I won't be shocked at all if it's tight. Uh, I do think Tennessee wins the game and maybe even pulls away at the end and, and wins by 14 or 20. But that, that, doesn't, that doesn't cover yeah, no. But, I'm, I'm with, as everybody's listening to this now, now they know now they know how good or bad we are because everybody listening to this has already seen the game. Okay, UL Monroe in Kentucky. Any chance they can pull Alabama two thousand seven here? None. Kentucky's good. <laughs> I think Will Levis, the the Penn State transfer, is going to change Kentucky uh, in terms of their perception. And Kentucky's more dangerous than ever. I think Kentucky wins this game handily. It's a game that could have been tight ten years ago, but Kentucky's too good now. They are coached by Terry Bowden, which is quite bizarre. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Rice against the Hogs, which is an interesting matchup because who doesn't like pork and rice? <laughs> that was terrible. That was pretty good. I think it's good. I think it's good. You could go. Yeah, you could open. You could open shows with that joke. Um, I would. Uh, uh, no, Arkansas. Uh, pretty big. I. I don't think they have dudes, but uh, Sam Pittman has Arkansas playing as hard as anyone in the league. I think they'll play hard. Effort alone, Arkansas wins easily on effort. They still lack dudes. Okay, here's my take on it. You're right. They don't have a lot of dudes. That receiver's a dude. Other than that, they don't have a lot of dudes, but they play like dudes. Yeah, they do. Occasionally, at least occasionally. So I'm going to go Arkansas, and I didn't even mention, I'm going to say Kentucky covers as well. and I'm going to say Arkansas covers as well. Uh, Louisiana Tech at Mississippi State. This is one I think could get a little freaky deaky. Uh, I would bet the over. I think there will be a lot of points. I think uh, Mississippi State is fun on offense. I like Will Rogers. I think he's a quarterback. That, he's not great. He's not elite. But I think he, no one talks about him, and some people should. <laughs> he's not bad. Uh, a lot of points. Uh, Mississippi State wins, but but not by a lot. Maybe by fourteen. Akron at Auburn. Auburn is surprisingly the highest favorite, the biggest favorite in this uh, in in this week's games. Um, which is interesting because you know Auburn's not even in the top twenty-five. That tells you how bad our, our Akron is. So I think Auburn rolls. Um, but I think they win something like forty-five to seven. The spread is thirty-eight. I think. I like that uh, call, and yeah, I would go Auburn to cover even the 38. I, I think Auburn wins this game really big, and uh, people make too much of it. It's it's going to be more about Akron than Auburn. Eastern Illinois at South Kakalaki. Oh, boy, I mean, <laughs> South Carolina is starting a grad, not transfer, a graduate assistant. I think it's a great story. As a matter of fact, it makes me almost interested in watching uh, <laughs> because of that alone. It's just so unique and College football history, to my knowledge, uh, but South Carolina's lucky. Eastern Illinois is an FCS team, and uh, Arkansas big, uh, even with the uh, co- even with coach quarterback 
uh, Arkansas big. I mean, South Carolina big. Okay. Florida Atlantic at Florida. I mean, just Florida in a romp. Yeah. Um, and I think Florida Atlantic is a little more competitive than some of these other teams. I'm going to, I'll say that I think Florida wins and Florida wins easily, but this won't be ugly. I, I think Florida Atlantic gets some scores uh, in Kosi Perry former starting quarterback of Miami Hurricanes, will be FAU's quarterback this year. Uh, they have some, some dudage. I'm, I'm going to say Florida wins but doesn't cover. Something like 30 to 14. Some dudage. I think that's what my uh, gastroenterologist said to me uh, a while back. said, Luke, you have some, some blockage. Yeah, we think it's some dudage. Um, uh, East... Tennessee State at Vandy, I mean, only a game only a mother could love. Right? Um, yeah, I mean, Vandy wins this game because of their quarterback being the best player on the field. Uh, I hope Vandy enjoys it. This, this could be the one win. This could be the one win. They didn't win all last year. This could be the one win, but Vandy uh, will win. And Kent State at A&M to wrap up the crap fest. Hey, uh, it is a uh, Kent State may be the very best team in the MAC, which is interesting. How about this? I'll say that I'm a big A&M fan this year. I think they're a legitimate playoff team, and I've already said that they're going to beat Alabama. Uh, I'll say that A&M won't get off to a fantastic start. Uh, this game a little closer than the experts think. Not close, like 20 to 17, but uh, I think maybe Kent State scores a couple of times and makes A&M pun a couple of times, and it'll keep the score around 35 to 10, not 52 to nothing. Okay. And let's go LSU at UCLA. I'm, I'm calling it now. I, I think LSU, given all that's on their mind um, with the hurricane stuff, the off-the-field crap going around with the university, and the fact that UCLA didn't look ho-horrific, I'm going UCLA to win the game. You know, I, I've, I've kind of – I talked about it some this summer. Uh, I do think UCLA is good. Uh, I, I, I think almost UCLA should win. I know LSU's favored, but I, I think UCLA almost should win with the, with the way everything's lined up. I'm going to say UCLA wins too, Luke. I, I think UCLA is going to win something like 27-24. But I'll say this. If LSU wins, I'll be really impressed. I'll be impressed with all LSU's gone through if they can go across country and beat a team that's already played and looked good. Uh, if LSU wins this game on Monday when we record, or Sunday when we record again, Luke, if, if, yeah. if, 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 if LSU wins, I'll be going, uh-oh. Somehow Orgeron got them back on track. That, that was an impressive show. I, I'm not sure anybody in the SEC other than Alabama or Georgia wins that game. Put it that way, uh, or maybe A and M, but I think UCLA is legit good, and these circumstances are bad for for LSU. I'll be impressed if they win. No, I'm I'm right there with you, but I'm going UCLA. Yeah, and I think UCLA too. Yeah, Rick, and I, Rick Neuheisel and Danny Cannell end up having a uh, lovers moment. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. Uh, what is the cost? What does it cost not to see that? <laughs> it's going to be on the SEC network because Philip Marshall had a- <laughs> We were going to do a segment on Auburn football, but instead here's Danny Cannell and Rick Neuheisel making <laughs> out. 
here's 30 minutes of Rick Neuhausel tonguing Danny Cannell. Um, <laughs> sorry, Auburn. Sorry. No time for you. Um, all right, Georgia Clemson. Uh, it's been unpopular on the Alabama boards, but I'm sticking with it. Uh, Georgia wins the game uh, because they have more good players than Clemson. Okay. Sticking with it. Georgia by, Georgia by 10, 30 to 20. All right, I'm going Clemson just to piss you off. Uh, Bama, Miami. Yet, yet I'm not, yet I'm not mad. <laughs> Bama, Miami. Uh, well, um, you know, you have all spring and all summer to come up with a score. There's probably no game that I've spent more time on coming up with a score because I've had months to examine it. I've looked at Miami. Uh, Alabama wins. I don't think Alabama wins in a beautiful blowout. I don't think Alabama runs Miami out of the building. Miami's too good for that. I think Miami is a legitimate top 20 team, not top 10, not even top 15, but I think this is one of the 20 best teams in college football. Thus, they will not get blown out. But Alabama wins handily. Maybe the game is close for a while with Alabama pulling away in the second half. Alabama 38 Miami 20. All right, I'm going 37-14, and I think you're right about that. I think it takes Alabama a little bit of time to find their personality. Um, you know, who's going to be the leader? Who's going to step up? Is it going to be Bryce Young, or is it going to have to be somebody like an Evan Neal? I mean, is it going to have to be an offensive lineman that's going to, you know, Barrett Jones' thing and get in somebody's face? Or could it be even a running back? Could it be Brian Robinson? Could it be John Mechie? Could it be Jace McClellan? Um you know, on offense, I'm talking about defense. I think the personality is Will Anderson and whatever Will Anderson wants, um, Will Anderson gets. We know this. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm going 37 to 14. I'm sticking with it. And uh, that's that's that, folks. So um, we will talk about the game afterwards. Hopefully we can cut one, you know, Saturday after the game. I don't know. You'll probably be drunk and I might be, too. So it may not work. We'll We'll do it Sunday morning. Let's do that. We'll do it Sunday morning, and you good people will hear it on Monday, and it will be Mercer Hate Week. Mercer Hate Week. And I'm going to tell you something. I kind of like here. Mercer. They bought a big fountain from me, and so uh, I like Mercer. I'm just telling I you hope anyway. SEC Network does a lot of stories on <laughs> Mercer next week and not Auburn. That would be so awesome. Please do that. I mean, it, I wonder if we could call into the SEC Network and request it. Like, we just need more Mercer stories, please. We know they're not in the SEC, but could you help us out? Um, all right, guys. Albert, the Brian Arson Show has been interrupted by this Mercer volleyball event. No more Brian Arson Show this week, folks. We're just going to have a live feed of Mercer's uh, quad. Uh, no sound. Just 30 minutes of, of one shot of Mercer's quad. We have Mercer intramural, Mercer intramural sorority softball. All right, buddy. So uh, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.